When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joined as always by this guy, this guy right here. That's that's Sean DePaz. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't know, that's Mr. DePaz himself. Sean, we got a lot to get into today. We've got sound from QB1. The QB1 this week, if you didn't know, it's different than last week. It's different than the week before that. TB16. That is Trenton Borgay. He's set to start for the Sun Devils. So we'll take a listen and see what Trenton had to say after practice. We'll obviously talk about practice and how that looked. For Arizona State today, we'll get into what Kenny Dillingham had to say about the team's first road game, about the matchup with Cal, and even though it's Tuesday, he had a little bit of a, a, motion, a motivational Monday uh, quote that we'll get to as well. We're going to talk, obviously, about the Cal matchup throughout the week, Sean, but we've had a couple days now to let it marinate, let it settle since ASU lost to the, the number five USC Trojans. It impacted USC's status in the AP Top 25, falling a couple spots because of how tight that game with the Sun Devils was. We saw Caleb Williams uh, up close mm-hmm. and personal. What kind of, I guess, are are you left with after that game now that it's been a couple days? I mean, it, it's it's not too different than what I was thinking in the immediate aftermath, which is that like they are going to be competitive this year, which I think after the first three weeks was... I wouldn't even say it was a doubt. I was just pretty sure that they were not going to be competitive yeah. this year. And and now I have reason to believe that they're going to be able to compete against a lot of the teams in this conference. Um, not all of them, but a lot of them. And I, I'm left here thinking like we were talking about. It's absurd that they are such big underdogs to Cal. Um, but I know we'll talk about that as the week goes on. But it it, it is... Yeah, this team is is good. They didn't get great quarterback play. And if they had, I think they would have been... I think, you know, maybe the outcome of the game would have been a little different. And so now that um, now that they have TV 16 in the, in the fold, hopefully that can be the difference. Shout out, Clint. Go Beavs. Your Beavs kind of let me down last weekend, um, but it's okay. We'll we get Clint in the chat every now and then these days. It's a, it's a rare occurrence that we see Clint. The Beavs let me down, dog. I know they did. I, I had them did. winning the conference. Still three and one. Still three and yeah, one. I mean, you look possible. at the rest of the rest of the Pac-12, man. It's it's gonna cannibalize itself inevitably. It's gonna have to because at this point you still have one, two, three, four, five undefeated teams, and, and we're headed to week two of conference play. No, exactly. It is. It's gonna be unique. It's gonna be interesting. Uh, it, it's gonna be all the adjectives. But I mean, you take a look at that Arizona State game against USC, and I think the thing that still sticks with me at this point is the. Just the difference, the the sheer difference in effort, I felt like, in this game against SC. Not only from yeah. the players and coaches, but from the fans, too, mm-hmm. right? Like, there have been multiple players that we've talked to since that game ended that just, like, loved the atmosphere that the fans had, had set up. And again, uh, Doug Tamaro, I think, tweeted it out that it was, you know, it always helps when you've got a full stadium, but yeah. it helps when you're playing an opponent 
that you kind of have similar colors to as well, at least <laughs> when you're true. when you're looking at it. But no, Tempe was popping, and yeah. it was popping with a lot of Arizona State fans. Yeah. It wasn't just SC. I mean, I made that comment to you multiple times yeah. that night that it was just like I expected it to be a much more USC dominant crowd. And and yeah, it is harder to know when you were wearing the same colors. But like I was looking around, and I was just like a lot less USC gear than I had expected. Yeah. Um. And so it it, it was it was pleasantly. It was a, a pleasant surprise, I'll say, and I think you know after that le- week, hopefully people are have a little bit more excitement about ASU football than they might have had going into the week. Um, and, and obviously, we have a lot of big opponents still coming to Tempe this year, so um, I hopefully we will get similar turnouts. But w- as we very well know, that is uh, fans are very much fickle. Like if if you you come out and lay up a stinker against Cal, a Cal of all schools. Um, you know, it's going to be a pretty heavy Colorado crowd if you uh, exactly if you come back home, and that's exactly. kind of the performance that you leave in their mouth. No, it's it, it's I don't know. This this week is interesting because it feels like a game that Arizona State should have every chance to win. I just yeah, I just again I don't fully understand how they're underdogs, let alone such massive underdogs. I mean, I I have been banging the cow drum this year that they are a lot better than you specifically have wanted to give them credit yeah. for. But um, they're still not great. Like they're they're still, not thirteen and a half point favorite no, great. over like anybody in this conference. I like I. They wouldn't be that over Stanford. I don't think. And Stanford is way worse than ASU. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, no. I this is this. I think there is every reason that ASU should be able to beat this team. I think they are ta- more talented in basically every asset or facet of the game. Um, so uh, I, 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 and I think the fact that no one really believes in them right now is might be able to serve them well. Um, but it, it is an ass kicking waiting to happen. I think from the Sun Devils, like I, I think they are going to be able to to handle the goal. They should be able to, but you look at Cal's schedule, and this is. In reality, their last time that they will be favored till we get to about mid to late November. Uh, because after Arizona State, they go through a gauntlet of their own. They've got Oregon State. Then they're on the road at Utah. They get USC at home, hmm. back on the road at Oregon. Uh, and then they get Washington State before Stanford and UCLA. So they have a absolute, just a shredder of a schedule after the Sun Devils. Uh, so we'll see, obviously, what happens this weekend. Again, we're going to be talking all week long uh, about this matchup, but it's a Cal team that's 2-2. Two and two. They sit at 7th in the Pac-12 right now. They don't do anything uh, too wild, too scary that other teams... It's a very... It feels it's, very It's a Cal. mid-team. It it's feels a mid-team. very Cal. There's nothing to really write home about. It's just they're, they are just solid. You know what this reminds me of, though, and the, the reason why I'm hesitant? I Look, I, I don't think Cal should be 13.5 point favorites under any circumstances. Uh, unless ASU was throwing out just the scout team and Kenny wasn't coaching. Uh, but we saw the difference that it made when Kenny was calling the plays, and he's going to be doing so again yep. this week. It's going to definitely make a difference for this offense and really how the team functions and moves in general. But if you remember last year when this team was favored, I believe, to beat Stanford yeah. uh, on the road, and I had no reason to believe that Stanford was going. I had no reason to believe that ASU was going to lose that game. And I remember sitting here with you and Shane, uh, and you both picked Arizona State and I picked Stanford. And for the reason of, it just feels kind of like a letdown. It feels like a good, a good spot for that. Uh, but 
great teams and great cultures don't really have letdown games. So yep. I think this is where you're going to see uh, a good shift in culture. If, if everything that we've heard and seen thus far in terms of progression and elevating the program as a whole, I think if all that is, you know, reigning true, then I think this week Arizona State should go to Cal and they should take care of business and they should get back on the plane and it, there shouldn't be anything else about it. However, if Arizona State struggles, you know, maybe it takes a while for them to get things going. It's kind of a back and forth dogfight kind of game and Cal takes care of business against Arizona State, then it's like, uh, you know, you just had a really solid performance against SC, which Kenny was hesitant to call a success because it wasn't. Yeah. He said, that was, someone literally asked, he's like, so how do you feel like the offense is, you know, kind of building off the success that they had against USC? And he's like, I'm going to stop you right there. Like, what we did was not a success. We played better, yeah. but that wasn't a successful performance from us by any means. So I think, again, Every week it's been, we need to see a little bit of growth, right? Yeah. A little bit of growth. So before we get into what Kenny and Trent had to say, what does growth this week look like to you? I mean, it's just the offense looking more cohesive. I, I mean, again, it's another, it's going to be the, the, the what third straight week that they have had to have a different starter than they had the week yeah. before. Um, so I, I don't know how likely that is, but um, I mean, based on everything that we're hearing, right? Trenton, it sounds like he feels good. Yeah. Feels fresh. He looks good. Um, and so, like, I just want to see them be able to move the ball downfield better than they were last time, right? Like, I would like I, – I think I am not in a position yet where I'm ready to say, like, any one of the three quarterbacks that we've had to play this year are, are better than anyone else or because no one's really won anything yet. Yeah. Um, but – I think this is an opportunity for hopefully ASU to be like, all right, now we know who our starting quarterback is going to be. Not just today, but also next week, because they, again, have not been at that point yet this year. Um, And then they can start finding some some consistency and comfortability on the offense. Um, So, yeah, it literally is just like, just I want to see the offense keep progressing forward, because that is still the big question mark to me. Yeah, for me, I think success this week looks like putting together a complete game Mm -hmm. from offense and defense, right? I think we've touched on that a couple different times where last week at times you got what we we felt was like a really good offensive performance at times. Uh, And then on the other side of the ball, uh, it didn't always feel like the defense, you know, had it together. And, you know, credit to SC, you're playing Caleb Williams, and and he's got a plethora of weapons at at his disposal. So it is going to be tough for any defense, and I think – they did their best to to hold their own, but at times, specifically crucial, crucial, like third and longs uh, or, or when SC was backing up because of penalties that they inflicted on themselves or that the, the crowd helped uh, inflict. And then ASU, it almost felt like, ah, you should give them a freebie. When it was like, they score on that, right? There's, I think, early in the game, Caleb uh, scrambles on a, a third and goal and gets the edge mm-hmm. over whoever the edge guy was and scores the opening touchdown for SC. Okay, let's say that whoever is the end on that specific play holds contain doesn't let Caleb be Caleb Williams. You hold him to a field goal or SC goes for a fourth down. You never know what's going to happen. There's seven points right there or the third and 20 that SC ended up converting on and then going on to score a touchdown. Uh, Kenny talked about that today, right? Those were that's points on the board Mm -hmm. that you don't know how the game's going to shake out if just those two little things go different. So I think for me, just getting a little bit more consistency and synergy, not just from one specific unit offense offensively or defensively, uh, but more as like a cohesive yeah. team, no, that's I think is going to be super important. Donald in chat. Uh, there was a massive growth, growth. Whoa. I can't say words. Growth with Kenny calling the plays needs to stay moving 
forward, Donald again agreed we need a full four-quarter game, guess the two and three in the CU. Also like to see the defense, or just like ASU, win the turnover battle. Like, yeah. Uh, and not that it was like as egregious as it had been last week, right? But they still lost the turnover battle. Like I would like to see offensively them take care of the ball, which I think Trenton it might be the best out of the three. Um, I think that is kind of where he excels over the other two two quarterbacks that we've seen is is his kind of game management ability. Yeah. Um, not huge on chances. Yeah, exactly. Um, although I guess the one time that we've seen him this year, he did throw an interception. Sure, an interception. But, um, so yeah, and then obviously the defense to force some takeaways, like yeah, getting to your it being cohesive, right? Like I, the offense needs to take care of the ball. The defense needs to take the ball away. Yeah, give them put them in a positions to succeed. Oh, absolutely. Which would be really nice. Down in the chat, I gave Toe Tree a lot of slander, but I might miss the glasses indoors. What, you don't like my eyes that much, Donald? <laughs> I need sunglasses to hide, like to shield my face from you? Is that what, is that what you're talking about? Like a shot. It does sound like a shot. Well, look, I'm, I'm not big on shots, and I'm talking specifically when it comes mm. to liquor. It's because I'm more of a sipper, right? That's I like valid. to take my time with things, like in, enjoy it a little bit, guys. Four Peaks, that's the place where you are going to enjoy absolutely Everything, every drink and every food item that they have over at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub in Tempe. So if you're not traveling to go watch ASU and Cal, maybe, maybe, just maybe grab some friends, grab the boys, uh, and head over to Four Peaks 8th Street Pub to enjoy the game and enjoy all of their great drinks, guys. Sean and I have been talking for about a month now about pumpkin porter Ooh, season baby. being back. Oh, baby. And... I don't care what anybody Ooh. says. We could talk about it every single day and it Ooh. doesn't it doesn't lose its effect. The porter the pumpkin porter season doesn't ever lose ever. its flavor. Well, because I still haven't had any yet. I still want the cheesecake. Oh god, I love cheesecake too. So do I dog. Cheesecake is so damn good. Guys, get in the fall state of mind with notes of nutmeg, all spice, and toasted pie crust back on the shelves and in draft lines throughout the valley. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein holding Oktoberfest and haunted brewery tours are right around the corner. Check out at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You do gotta be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Uh, the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub is also a great spot to watch sports. There's TVs everywhere, all over the place. Um, any, anywhere you sit, you're going to have your eyes on a few different uh, TVs to be able to watch sports, which is especially nice if you're betting on sports. I still, to this day, have one of my best sporting memories at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub, betting on some uh, playoff hockey a couple years ago. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 Four Peaks is great if you're betting on sports. And if you're betting on sports, you should do it on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Yeah, I mean, they, they are... They're just amazing. Uh, and they're heating up. Things are heating up. I don't know if you knew this. Playoff baseball right on the corner. Oh, yeah. The only reason I know is because Jesse Friedman was on TV talking about it. He was on TV today. talking about it this morning in his, in his suit coat. Um, but yeah, playoffs right around the corner. D-backs right in the middle of a race. Um, and everyone's, you know, they're playing to finish the season strong, make it to the playoffs, all that. And with the DraftKings Sportsbook, you won't miss a moment of the baseball action. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just 5 dollars on baseball um i'm the diamondbacks are i'm all in diamondbacks tonight. they got the white Sox. white Sox are a bad team white Sox are a bad team who just lost their best player luis robert get well soon is it is it that soon in chicago but oh, it's in chicago I mean, okay. no one goes to those games i've heard it said that they were a wagon the diamondbacks mm. yeah i can confirm that the diamondbacks are in fact the wagon which is why the Diamondbacks minus one and a half is going to be my DraftKings sports pick of the week. Okay, um, I like it. I like it. I don't like they are. 
There's no way that they don't kick the White Sox ass. They lit. They please, for the love of God, kick the White Sox ass, please. I would. I would say that the White Sox. And this sounds weird. I'm picking the Diamondbacks to win tonight in this series because they're on the road. I think if the White Sox played here, I think the White Sox would win. And I say that because the White Sox manager is from here mm. and his whole family's like from here. So it would be like a return home type vibe. And alternatively, this is a return home for our young king, Alec Thomas mm. uh, from Chicago. Dad, longtime uh, coach or trainer, member of the organization of the Chicago White Sox. Um, so yeah, my draft and sports pick of the week. Arizona Diamondbacks minus one and a half at plus 110. Uh, get on it now. First pitch at 440, I believe. So a little bit of an early start. Um, so don't wait. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHNX. New customers can score $150 instantly in bonus bets by betting just $5 on baseball. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario, please see dkng.co slash baseball for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Joe in the chat, any pyramid talk up in here? I mean, you never know what you're going to find in the PHNX Sun Devil show. We were watching, uh, we had like a two-year video that we were watching just a little bit ago. And <laughs> it's just random stuff at all times in this, in, in this show. So definitely stay locked in, stay tuned. Um, looking at practice today, it, it, every time you go to an ASU practice, at least this season and over the last couple of weeks, it, the energy is always up. But again, you can't help but notice that the injuries that this team has, yeah. is kind of going through really across the board at all positions. It really is a tough scenario for the coaching staff and for a program that, that's trying to get over you know, what they just dealt with with Herm Edwards and everything. Uh, but Kenny's kind of stayed level-headed the entire time, mm -hmm. and he's kind of kept the idea, and he, he's preached this to his players as well, of like, nobody cares about your circumstances. Yeah. Nobody gives a rat's ass. They just want results. Yeah. Right? And we talk about that all the time with the fans and all that type of stuff. Like, if you want them to show up, then you got to win, right? And that's, you know... That's true, and there's also the loyalty side yep. of the the fans showing up. But at the end of the day, Kenny preached it again during practice, and then in, in his post game kind of or post practice speech to the players of like nobody cares what your circumstances are. So I know it's Tuesday. But here's Kenny Dillingham with a little uh, Tuesday motivation. Because I really believe that like everybody's worried about what other people think all the time, way too much can't worry about what other people think. I don't care if people like my press conference, don't like my press conference, like if I go for it, don't like if I go for it. I could give a crap. I got here doing everything I could and what I believe is the right way. And I'm going to keep doing everything I can full speed and what I believe is the right way. And if that's not the right way, then guess what? It's not the right way, but it's what I believe in. So if you every day just wake up, worry about yourself, understand that nobody cares about your circumstance, nobody cares about the pain, show me the baby. Right? Nobody asks, they say, where's the little one? Right? Nobody asks any other questions. That's life. Nobody cares about the pain. Show me the baby, they want the results. And sometimes you don't get to show them the results. 
So you really can't worry about other people. You got to worry about your process and believe that you're doing things the right way. And if you continue to work and continue to work, you're going to have those fun moments on Saturday night eventually. I think we need to show me the baby graphic. <laughs> show me and the baby. And it just baby. needs to be a dub. Like, it'll be the dub show victory. Show me the baby. That's the first time I'd ever yeah, heard something I like, like it, that. Like He's it. not wrong, though. Like, when it comes to, you know, athletics and sports in general, nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares that you're down to your, your second or third string quarterback. Nobody cares that your offensive line is beaten up. Mm. Um, like, they just simply don't. And they don't care that you're in your first year, right? At the end of the day, like, you are in a results-driven industry and business. And I think, at least for me, I appreciate the fact that the head coach of Arizona State has that mentality, that he has the, like, I don't care what other people think. This is the way that we're going to do it because I've seen it work, and there's going to be haters along the way. And if you don't want to be a part of it, get lost. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else you can do. Like, I mean, if you if you spend all your time caring about what other people think, you're going to drive yourself crazy, and you're not. Ultimately, like, you're going to spend more time you're going to spend more time focusing on the people pointing out what you have, what your problems, than you are going to actually spend on fixing yeah. your problems. Um, and I think Kenny knows that. And you can only do so much as far as like the young adults that are the players on this team and how much they listen to outside noise. But as far as Kenny is concerned, like he just has to keep doing his job. He knows that it's a process that he's trying to build something and that like it's not going to be easy. No. Um, and that. I, he's also fully aware that like most people don't know what they're talking about. Like most people on the outside do not know what they are talking about. So it's like, why would you ever, why would he ever put any weight into what they have to say anyways? Like they're going to, you had all of these people talking about how you should be benching Jaden Rashada for Trenton or Drew Pye. And as soon as that happened, it was the worst this team has ever looked. And not necessarily, I'm not blaming them necessarily, but my point is, is that you don't know what's going on. Yeah. All this talk about Jaden Rashada sitting out because he's, He's transferring, and then he shows up on crutches on the sidelines. Like, oh, really? It was just because he was transferring now, was it? Like, sh shut up. You don't know don't what you're talking like, about, and Kenny knows that. I just don't understand. <laughs> that That thing blew my mind. Yeah, it's that like, was... oh, he's transferring. Like, guys, why don't you trust me? You didn't that, even know that he wasn't that's my playing question. until the day of. Like, that hurts me, man. Like, why, why don't you trust me? <laughs> like, I'm telling you, that's not the case. And you're just everyone, like, nah. Yeah. Like, they all, everyone was talking about how Jaden Rashada was a starting quarterback until the day that he wasn't playing. And then immediately it was, he's transferring. He's transferring. Like, nah, guys. If, you, if you've been in here, I told you all week long you were going to see something different. Yeah, and fuck, maybe he might transfer. But also, you don't, like, again, you don't know what so the fuck. So could anybody else yeah, on the roster. You have no idea what's going on. So, shush. <laughs> Love shush. that. So, shush. Shush. All right. So, Part of the no one cares mentality is taking care of business. And this team, uh, they need to take care of business on the road for the very first time this season. Uh, we know that Arizona State has eight home games to just four road games. Before we get into what Kenny has to say about the whole thing, what do you think um, is the importance of Kenny and this team going on the road? And, you know, in their only four road games, taking care of a team that they're almost two touchdown underdogs too yeah i mean i think it's just about like gaining some goddamn respect like you i i if i am in that locker room i'm insulted as hell that i am that big of a, a an underdog i road home i don't care like i'm insulted as hell that i'm that big of an underdog to cal so like i i i think it's just about like showing that you are like you're respectable and that you are building something and that you're that you are building off last week because like I mean, at the end of the day, if this team goes one in eleven, like people aren't really gonna 
kind of like again they're not going to care about the circumstances they're also not going to care about like how close you got or how hard you tried um and yeah, it so, says like, w or it says l exactly and, and like i think at the end of the day two and and ten even if even if that's what it ends up being like two and ten is better two and ten with a conference win is better than one and eleven with going winless in the conference um and so you do kind of have to take it like week by week in the sense that like you just gotta you gotta get a win like you gotta you gotta get a win this week it's a team that you should be able to beat even if you are big underdogs like you this is they are in the same tier of this conference yeah. as, as asu and so it's just going in and showing that like like we do have players on this like this is a good football team you might not have put it together yet but it is a good football team i mean you want to talk about inspiring confidence in a team moving forward going to another team's house and kicking their ass mm-hmm. and then coming back home like it was nothing that'll do that like going to another team's stadium as an underdog taking care of business undoubtedly and then coming home like it was nothing to play Colorado, like that's that's exactly what you need. That's the kind of effort and confidence that this team, I think, yeah. could, could really thrive off of throughout the rest of the season. But it starts with Cal. It starts with this first road game. Uh, so Kenny was asked about that, and that's what this is what he had to say uh, about the team's first road game. Yeah, it's football. The main thing's the main thing. Stay focused on the football. Don't get distracted by the traveling. You're on a plate. Cool. Had a kid who said he wanted to see the Golden Gate Bridge. Cool. I'll show you a photo in the team meeting. Right? So all that stuff, like, it doesn't matter. Like, let's just go play the game of football, and it'll be the same process. We do a little bit of tweaks because it's a morning game. But other than that, they just have less time on a Friday uh, here in town. They have to travel, and then it's uh, as usual. Go win, dog. Like, it... I don't care if it's. We make all. it sound so easy. I, I mean, hey, just go. Hey, go in. I know. It's now, why didn't easy. they think of that? Oh, for, real, <laughs> for real, like they forgot that one the last few weeks. Um, but no, nah, man, like you just got to go in and do your job. Like you, that's the. Again, it's a more talented team, I think, than Cal. It, it just if you go in and you take care of business, you don't get distracted by the, the opponent or the venue or anything. The you Golden go, Gate Bridge. Yep. Just go do your job, and they will beat this team. Um, I, I don't really think it's much more complicated than that. Like, I think this is not USC, right? Where no. even if ASU does their job, they could still lose. Because Cal doesn't have Caleb Williams. They don't have Caleb Williams. They don't have a Jalen Conyers. They don't. They don't have a Cam Scadaby. Like they, they don't have an Elijah Badger. They. This is a more talented team. So if they go in and they just do what they are supposed to do, they will win this game, and I think they can win it handedly. Um, but again, it's a big if. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Joe in the chat uh, talking about we should go golfing on Sunday for 18 holes. You're asking 11, me 10. to golf right at the right in the at like halftime of Bill's Dolphins. Look, 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 look. I would I would go and I'm honored for the invite. I move into a new apartment on Sunday and I'm already upset that I have to move during football. Um, if next you, time. If you want to invite us Joe, during a time that the Bills time. are not playing, I would totally be down. <laughs> I don't care about the Bills time. So, yeah, you could just hit me up any other well, day. Well, the Bills and the Chargers tend to be playing at the same time. so That's fair because we're just the greatest of all time. And we're also just AFC teams that That's... tend to be in the early slot. And mm, I'll go with mine. Uh, Blake, beating Cal in Colorado would give us so much momentum on the season. Oh, absolutely. It, it would change, yeah. I think, if you lose those two games versus winning those two games. Realistically, if you lose those two games... Your only other winnable game, only other game that anyone's going to be talking about as winnable is U of A. Now, every game is winnable. It's college football. You just saw this team hang around for for three and a half quarters with SC. Like, it's college football, and that's what we tried to tell everybody last week. But at the end of the day, in terms of momentum and confidence, 
you know, getting those two wins before you have to go face some of these behemoths in the Pac-12 is going to be huge. Yeah, like, I mean, I think you just, you want to show, like, again, there's a good chance that this gets really bad in terms of, you know, they're going to have to play a lot of really good teams that they're more than likely going to lose against. Um, Like, just show that there was, like, you got to, you want to make some kind of positive moments from this season. Um, And I think, you know, Competing against USC was kind of their first positive moment. Um, but if your one positive moment is you just competing against the team, then that's not really that it's positive not a win. moment. So, um, yeah, like you just – you got to take your wins where you can get them, and this is a place for you to get one. Yeah. I I, like it's just – this is one of the worst teams in the conference outside of – They're in the ASU. same tier. Yeah, exactly. They're in so the like, same tier. You got – it's not going to get easier. So if you can't do it here, what are you going to be able to do for the rest of the season? Like you got, you, it starts here. You got it. You got to beat this team and then work your way to Colorado and then keep going. Yeah. So, I mean, you ask yourself that question, what stands in the way of Arizona state building some of that momentum and confidence throughout the rest of the season? Well, the easy answer is the Cal bears. So this is what Kenny Dillingham had to say about Cal. Oh, it's a tough one. I mean, if you look at, and I said this in my presser yesterday, the history of a coach, Wilcox coach team, they're in every game. Every game they're in. They play games. They always adjust. This is the ultimate chess match when you play this guy. And it's not a guessing match. They don't guess on defense. They make calculated jabs all game. And uh, that's why they do such a good job. That's why he's the head coach there is because he does such a good job on defense and offensively they're aggressive and they attack. So we got to limit the explosiveness. So this is a great challenge for us. I believe we're 13 point underdogs. Uh, so we got to go, you know, play the best of our ability. Play the best of your ability. Cal lost 59 to 32 and they, that includes two touchdowns in garbage time uh, from Cal. So they don't always hang around. Um, they beat Idaho by 14. They lost to Auburn by four, which was an impressive hang yeah. around. But this is not Cam Newton's Auburn. Yeah, um, also, yeah, just not that good. And they beat North Texas 58 to 21, which is it's North Texas. Yeah. I mean, again, this is a team that you should be able to beat. I don't like. You can't lose to a quarterback named Ben Finley. No. I you agree. just can't. I agree. He looks like Andy Dalton. <laughs> Actually, this guy, looks, this guy looks like he belongs at Cal. Yeah, he does. Ben Finley also sounds like he belongs From at Phoenix. Cal. Shout out. Ben Finley, four interceptions on the year. Shout out. Let's throw a couple more this Saturday. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, you look at what his performances have been thus far. Uh, 17 to 32 for 207 yards against Washington, two touchdowns, three INTs. Um, against North Texas in their win, he was 24 of 34, 289 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Against Idaho, he only threw two passes, so... Either he got hurt or benched, and then 7 of 11 in that Auburn game. So this is, I mean, he's very hit or miss, mm. it looks like. Uh, and then even in some of their best games, he is not the best quarterback in the world. Um, and we know it all starts with quarterback, and um, Cal doesn't have a Kenny Dillingham calling play. So nope. Kenny can call it chess all he wants. Uh, this feels like it's more a Mario Kart, and I think Arizona State has the better cart, and they have the better character. And they so, got a banana behind them. The only thing is Cal gets to choose the it. race. Cal gets to choose where the where it's being raced at. That's about it. They chose the truck. They chose Rainbow. Yeah. What is Rainbow, Rainbow Road? Road. Yeah. yeah. But Kenny and the boys, Stay they chose. Stay on track and you'll be fine. They chose what? Who's the best racer in Mario? I don't know. 
I always Bowser pick, guy. I always pick Donkey Kong or Luigi. Always. I'm always. always I've always. I always pick Yoshi. Always pick okay. Yoshi. Always Yoshi's do. a solid I, I, character. Actually, I always pick Bowser in the arcade on console. I, I've been. I pick Boo a lot of times. Mm. I don't know. I'm just not very good with handling. A lot of times, I need something heavier to keep. That's fair. Driving off the track. That's fair. That's fair. Look, I, I think Arizona State is going to find a way to get it done with this Cal roster, and we'll break down the Cal roster, uh, you know, as the week goes on. But that's what Kenny had to say. We're going to get to Trenton Borgay's comments for the first time since he's coming back, uh, since you know he sprained his ankle a couple weeks ago. So we'll get into that here in a little bit. But first, I want to tell you guys about where I got this. Ooh. Look, I woke up this morning, and it was one of those where like I didn't have to work yesterday, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. I just I don't know. I woke up feeling bleh. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's just like you don't. You're not sick, but you're not. 100 percent yeah it's just like in your head yeah so i stopped at a circle k i stopped at a circle k to actually fill up on gas and get myself a nice little gatorade zero uh to to kind of refuel and re-energize me and set me uh for the rest of the day guys circle k it is america's thirst shop and they got more than just gatorade zero they got literally everything you could ever want over at circle k including a new free membership program Mm. called inner circle you guys save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups, which is a hell of a deal, and get every 6-3 in a selection of Circle K products, including pizza, coffee, ice-cold fountain drinks, and we know if that's not enough that they've got great deals on energy drinks, snacks. I almost got myself a little moon pie today on my mm. way out, but I was like, you know what? Let's just get the Gatorade Zero. I don't know how well that pairs with the moon pie. Um, <laughs> so, guys, join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Fuel up that car with some Circle K gas and fuel up your tummy with some Burrito Express. <laughs> little tummy fill up. A little tummy fill up. You always got to You got to stay juiced, gassed up. Um, burrito Express is the best at that because you know there's plenty. You can get breakfast burritos all over, but their breakfast burritos are like packed. They're gold. They're. I mean, there's a reason that ASU athletes use them as fuel. Yeah, that's fair. Because they are full of. I mean, eggs, Bacon. potatoes. Whatever protein you want, like stop it. mm, Jeez, gas, gas. I'm so hungry, bro. Oh my Um, gosh. And if you're hungry, even if you're not, check out Burrito Express. Head over to one one of any of their many locations. You know, we love the one in Tempe. Um, Check them out. Shout out. Um, Shout out for supporting ASU athletes for real. True, true. We wouldn't be able to do this without them, and they can do that without y'all. So um, grab a burrito and follow Burrito Express on Twitter at Burrito EXP. I'm just, I'm just saying there is a Circle K location with a Burrito Express inside of it. What? On Higley and Baseline. I am there all the time. Wow. Whoa. Double how, sponsor. How did we not <laughs> How did we not know about that? That doesn't seem like it can be real. I'm there at least like once a week. Sometimes it's a twice. Circle K with a Burrito Express inside of it. Yeah. How does how did Max not know about that? Maybe he did. He just didn't tell if us. If he didn't, then he's a rat. Ba- well, he is a rat bastard. But that's just such an elite combination, and it would be so dangerous for my bank account because I would stop. I stop at Circle K literally every day, so I would get a burrito. Yeah, every no, that would be a huge problem. That'd be a very big problem. Oh my goodness, that's that's true love right there. Mm-hmm. It can confirm it is a problem. Oh my god, <laughs> can confirm. That's Mash funny. made in heaven, Donald. Oh. My closest Circle K is forty-five miles away. Do you live on the moon? Because that's the only only way. That Circle K is 45 miles away from you. Calling down a liar? I'm or just saying. Moon no, moon he's a moon liver. He's a moon man. He's a moon liver. Moon a moon liver. resident? A, a man of the moon. Resident moon man. 
Donald. Hi, we're idiots. Uh, Let's continue talking Arizona State football uh, because the big news for the Sun Devils is that TB16, Trenton Bourget, is back. He's back in action. He looked good out there at practice today. He was slinging it, man. He had some nice, nice throws. Kenny said that he looks kind of refreshed and refueled um, given the fact that he didn't really practice last week because of the injury to his ankle, but he looks good. Uh, and, And, you know, everybody knows about the journey that Trenton Bourget has kind of been on. Right, obviously dating back to to last season and even before that, where the whole conversation is like, oh, Trenton's never going to play, or mm-hmm. he is the backup, yeah. or somebody goes down and Trenton Borgay is kind of thrust into action like he was against Washington, and still to this day, Trenton Borgay is the last quarterback to beat Michael Penix Jr. in the Washington Huskies, um, and they got another day game, right? So we we know what Trenton is capable of doing uh, in the past, but it has been one hell of a journey, and he was asked about it. Yeah, you know, for me, it's really nothing has changed. You know, over these years, I've had so many ups and downs, whether, you know, I was starting, I didn't start, whether I was never going to see the field. So for me, it's really just continuing to be uh, the same person I am each day. You know, I have a younger brother at Western Michigan kind of doing the same thing, you know. Um, so, we're, you know, talking to him about things and other quarterbacks, you know. So, you know, at, at the end of the day, everybody has their own journey and, and has you know, difficulties, but it's just up to me to, you know, try to try to get through those. It's hard not to root for Trenton, dude. It, it's, it's hard not to root for the Borgays. <laughs> like, yeah, general. that's fair. Like they just seem, they just seem, like nice. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> like I, he mentioned it. They just it, seem like they care. Yeah, it is interesting though because, like you mentioned, his brother is going through basically the exact same situation at Western Michigan, right? He did not. I mean, he was a starter for a lot of last year. Did not come into this season as a starter. Has has seen some playing time. Um, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm watching every Western Michigan game, so I don't necessarily know exactly the status on that, but. Um, like they are like he is made for this and we saw that last year he is the kind of guy that he is like it, the living embodiment of stay ready so you don't have to get oh ready. yeah like he is always ready for it and you saw what, what happened when he came into the game against washington last year like he he was ready for it um and so that's why i i feel good about this team going into cal is i don't have any doubts that he is going to be ready for the challenge um whatever that looks like and it's unfortunate because Obviously, he did throw the interception, but you just really didn't get to see him yeah. play yet this year. I, I obviously left that game shortly after it started. So I, I'm just, I I believe in Trenton Bourget. Like, I think he is going to go in and at the very least not going to shoot this team in the foot and, and not be the reason they lose. Yeah. Um, which you could argue the quarterback play has been the reason they've lost, at least over the last two weeks. Um, so... I, I, I have a lot of confidence in, in TB16. Yeah, Lojo in the chat, 12-point underdogs this week. Yeah, I look, I just don't see it. I don't see 12-point underdogs see, in this I mean, team. if Trenton's not losing to Washington by— Trenton Borgay is a robot. Trenton Borgay is a robot, and I mean that as a compliment because this kid, his, his football IQ is, is through the roof. There was a lot of people talking about uh, body language, mm-hmm. I think, last week. There are times, or even the week before, when, when ASU would turn the ball over, whoever turned the ball over— uh, whether it be quarterback, whatever, was like kind of hanging down, hanging their head down low. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people that were upset about that, right? Because that's not what you want your quarterback to, to kind of do. Trenton is not that guy. Trenton, know. you know, if he turns it over, he's it's it's one of those like, okay, we're going to get right back on yeah. it, right? Like it is, this is a guy that is a game manager to the exact T and definition of what that is. And I think Trenton Borgay fits this offense it beautifully moving forward. Yeah, so. with what they we have seen this offense try to do, Right, like, and this was one of my big complaints when when Rashada was playing is that they looked like they were calling, and obviously there's a different play call at this point, but they looked like they were calling the game 
for Borgay as the quarterback. Yeah. Like they weren't really utilizing. And so now I'm very excited to see them, you know, to see Trenton in an offense that kind of seems like it was built for him, right? Yeah. Like it's not, the quarterback is not asked to do all that much. They just have to do what Trenton's best at, get the ball to his receivers, not, not, not make nothing out of something, yeah. which we have seen quarterbacks do not just this year, but a lot. I mean, that was, that was one of the, the, the chief complaints about Jaden Daniels, I feel like, is he would, you know, he, he, would, he would just make poor decisions. Um, and I don't feel like that's going to be the problem with, with Trenton. Um, obviously, the problem you run into with Trenton is if, obviously, is a banged up offensive line. If he's not getting the time to get the ball out of his hands, he's, he's not the most mobile, the most mobile quarterback. And, and we have seen, though, like that, and that's one of the things I love about him is that he is more than willing to stand in the pocket and take a hit. To deliver the football this week, though you to. can't afford you can't afford well, yeah, to but take you, you can't hits. afford. Yeah, he he needs to get the ball out. So the line, the offensive line is going to have to definitely do their job for Trenton to be the best that Trenton can be. Um, but regardless, I I do feel a lot of confidence in in what Trenton is going to be able to do for this offense. A couple things in the chat, Sharon. I have faith in Trenton. He can absolutely do this. Yeah, I think we both have a lot of faith in Trenton as well. And I think I think a lot of the fan base does, and I think a lot of the team does too. Yeah. Right? Like I think this is a guy that has a lot of respect amongst. Uh, amongst the because of that journey yeah exactly they they saw especially for the guys that were here last year they saw what he did last year when he was called on um and i'm sure they they see how he is every day in practice i mean that was one of the things i think we pointed out early on in, in spring ball is is the way that he was kind of being a, a mentor for rashada like you constantly saw them talking and stuff like that um he's a guy that has the respect i think of this coaching staff of his teammates on the fan base and all you can really ask for out of out of your QB one in that sense. Um, so, I think he's going to be able to put it together. Yeah, LTC was that an ankle or a foot injury? Yeah, no, it was thankfully just an, an ankle sprain that he was dealing with uh, last week. Like I think when he went down, it looked looked bad. Yeah, yeah and it, it kind of took the air out of Sun Devil Stadium uh, when it did happen yeah. because it it you know at that point you're like oh my god we are we're down to QB three now and then you know Drew it looks like Drew Pine will be out this week. Uh, so your backup quarterback this week is Jacob Conover. Um, so we will, you know, obviously you want everybody to stay healthy so that, you know, Conover isn't kind of thrust into action uh, in that specific time, especially when it comes to to that road matchup against Cal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lojo in the chat. Who will have more passing yards this week, Borgay or Scadabo? I think uh, I'm going to go with Borgay, and I don't think it's close this week. Yeah. Last week, I know it was... If you made a bet somewhere on on college football player props, which you can't do in Arizona, but if you were out of state and did something like that, I mean, the odds would have been had astronomical yeah. to get Scat to throw more passing yards. They probably we've, throw at all. Yeah, we. I mean, we've seen a lot of like really big time passing performances from Trenton. Yeah, like he's been able to like put four hundred yards. yards. Yeah, so who knows, man? It's not again. It's not like this Cal. It's not like they're playing. I don't know. Who's the best defense in the conference, would you say? Washington or Oregon? Yeah. Probably like, Oregon. Probably, yeah. Like, they're not playing or Oregon, Oregon State. Or bad. Washington or Oregon State. They're playing yeah. Cal, man. So, like, I think Trenton is going to have the, at least the opportunity to have one hell of a game. Look, we, we've talked a lot about Trenton Borgay and him beating Washington. The last team was ASU to, to mm-hmm. beat that Washington team, which is still impressive. Seeing just how, I mean, amazing Washington and Michael Penix Jr. are right now. He was asked about the confidence that ASU has been able to kind of build and how it'll hopefully carry through, considering this team just went toe-to-toe with a top-five team in the nation. Um, this is what Trenton Borgay had to say just about the confidence in general. 
Yeah, you know, obviously the last couple of games kind of haven't gone our way, but we've definitely improved over the over each each week. And I think last year, kind of for us, that was kind of like Washington. You know, Washington hasn't lost a game since we beat them last year. So for me, I just kind of remind myself of, okay, these guys, you know, are obviously probably the hottest team in the pack right now, one of them. And for us to be the last team to beat them, that just shows you anybody in this league can beat anybody. So we know it's going to be a slugfest each and every week. That's true. A slugfest anybody each and every week, even when it's Cal, even when it's Colorado, even when it's U of A. Like this, this conference is on its last leg and it looks like everybody is going out with you know with a fight like yeah. nobody wants to be at the bottom of this conference uh you know when that final whistle blows at the end of the season and it is going to absolutely be a dogfight between Arizona State and Cal I do think it gives a little bit of confidence not as much obviously if ASU would have come away with the wild upset against USC um, but it does inspire, I think, a little bit of confidence knowing that this team hung around with SC, knowing that Bourget, again, the last quarterback to beat that Washington team last year, like it's got to definitely boost the egos um, for this team moving forward, I feel like. Yeah, no, I, I mean, they, they got to be playing with confidence, right? Like I, I know what Kenny can say all he wants about how there, it's not any, it wasn't a success, yada, yada, but it was. Like, I, I think everyone is, I think they all know, right? And Kenny can't let them feel like it's a success. They can't, like, kind of rest on those lures. But I, I think the reality is, is that the offense, you're su you suck. Um, why? You missed. It was, that's wide open for you. Come on now. There we go. Anyways. That was Borgay-esque. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they, they have to be feeling like, okay, we saw... That when this team is like, if they're playing, if we're playing to our best ability, if we're doing our job, like we can compete against anybody, um, because USC is is the cream of the crop. They are one of the best in the country. So um, I feel like they have to be playing with confidence. And then, right again, reality is that the, the the quarterback play wasn't great last week. So I think if you're a player on this team, you got to be looking at this week, being like, maybe this is the one. Again, not necessarily being like. Glad it's not Drew Pine anymore because I don't think that's what it is. But it's like maybe this is the one that sticks. Maybe yeah. this is the week that it can all come together um, because we, we are just changing that that one, kind of one thing. So um, get some synergy. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I, I think that they should be playing with a lot of confidence and it's well-deserved. Got a little bit of a surprise for everybody that we're going to get into at the very tail end of that surprise show. Surprise for so, me too. Surprise for you too. Oh, so stick around. Uh, in the meantime, Sean, you were talking about the cream of the crop. I'm going to tell you about the cream OGs, and that is mm. the orange creamsicle, the peaches mm. and cream, the blackberries and cream. Mm. They got it all over at OGs. All I love it bag, because, huh? All in one bag. All in one bag. And I love OGs even more because anytime Max and I make like a friendly wager in the office, <laughs> it always is a, I'll get you a bag OGs. And if I lose, I got to get him a bag OGs. He just lost a bet to me today. So I get a bag of OGs. Are you kidding me? Guys. OGs, they're now on billboards. You can literally, like, I was driving on the oh, 10 really? and I saw a billboard <laughs> That's dope. with OGs on it. It That's is dope. so damn awesome. There is a flavor out there for everybody. Uh, and guys, OGs, it, it really is, they're, they're in the Hall of Fame of scratch made gummies. And, oh, and the ballot. effect is, it's just next level. It, it really is. Like, you, you have to try it for yourself because OGs literally is the best gummies out there. Sure. Uh, that's all I can really say. Check out our friends uh, at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few of their many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at OG'sBrands.com to find them at a local dispo near you. you got to be 21 plus to enjoy it responsibly. Uh, speaking of friendly waiters, we are for the Colorado game. We're going to yeah. be back at Illegal Pete's. Um, 
and obviously Illegal Pete's staple here in Tempe, staple also up in Colorado in the Denver area. Yo, if you didn't go to Illegal Pete's for the the turnout this past uh, Saturday, you missed out. You did. It was fun. It was a vibe. Hell of a time. Um, but I believe our, the Colorado folk are going to be down here. The DMVR bus folk are going to be down here. We're going to have to wager some Illegal Pete's. Oh, I'm going to be wagering with them. Put some queso on the line. I'm going to be putting marks. that little giraffe onesie on the line. That's all I'm going to be doing. Oh, well, I'm going to be betting illegal pizza. I would rather win food. No, no, yeah, you do that. Okay. You do that. Illegal pizza is goaded regardless. Go, you go for the giraffe. I'll go for the food. Um, because illegal pizza is, is amazing. Uh, it, it is a vibe of the weather's nice now. So you can sit outside, sit at the little hybrid bar thing they have yep. where it's like the bars inside. We outside. You're sitting outside. We outside. Um, they got, I mean, obviously terrific food. We were drinking the Margs on Saturday, strawberry Margs. They got a handful of flavors, a bunch of different flavors. Yep. I know you're trying to get a spicy Marg, but. Their margs are so popular. By the time we got there, because it was the other night, they were out of the, the spicy tequila. So next time we'll get spicy margs. The the we had strawberry. Their uh, prickly pear mm. marg that I ha- I've had there a bunch of times. Fire. And their uh, food's just good. And the food's just good. The queso got hog. We had illegal pizza yesterday. Shout out. Um, they had they came through with the taquitos that they have. Did they? Damn. I was eating one live on D backs. You ate so a taquito good. live. I did. I was hungry. Dude, taquitos are so slept on. They smack. Hey. Check them out. Taquitos are bomb. Taquitos are bomb. And Illegal Pizza's bomb. So Illegal Pizza Taquitos are the bomb diggity. Um, so check them out. Illegal Pizza is your go-to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour 3 to 8 p.m. every day. We don't take enough advantage of that. No, we don't. Because it's not like we're working until 8 every day. Speak for yourself, man. I'm putting in the hours. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 3 to 8 p.m. every day for happy hour at all 12 locations. Illegal Pizza is the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Longer than we've been alive. They've been true. They've been grinding. That's what they've been doing. Uh, guys, I don't know how many of you there are in here, but let's go ahead and uh, leave a like for Mr. Bobby Hurley himself. He's begging, he's pleading, and he's speaking to the media tomorrow. That's your surprise is we're going to oh. hopefully have some Bobby Hurley sound Hell yeah. for tomorrow's show. So Bobby definitely Hurley Jr. stay locked in. Yeah, shout out Bobby Hurley Jr. Dude's a guy. Dude's a um, great guy. also a basketball player. Yes, and also future radio personality. There you go. There you go. Uh, definitely stay Locked in, PHNX underscore Sun Devils. Give us a follow on social because we will hopefully have some sound uh, from Bobby and then some players tomorrow at availability um, as well, whether that be on our social media or on the show. Definitely stay locked in. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. Follow this guy right here at Sean underscore to pause. A fan of the Hurleys as always. And we will see you guys Wednesday at 2 p.m. But in the meantime, peace.